Welcome to Taiwan Report News Brief, news and analysis from Taiwan. I'm Donovan Smith. All right, we've got a big show for you today, and I've moved some topics to tomorrow to focus on only four stories today. Han Guoyu is calling for his supporters to not vote in the recall election. Let me repeat that. Han Guoyu is calling for his supporters to not vote in the recall election against him. The DPP caves to fears over upsetting China, while the KMT is showing signs of some distancing from the PRC. In the WHO vote coming up, India will be a key vote. They're officially on the fence, but I'll explain why they're important. And I've got some interesting clips from Indian media advocating for Taiwan for you. A bill to remove unification with China as a national goal that has passed first reading and had moved to committee has been pulled. Democratic Progressive Party legislator Tsai Yu said that Tsai Ing-wen uh, said with Tsai Ing-wen's inauguration approaching, he did not want the proposals to be a source of contention for China and opposition parties, which would give Beijing a pretext for saber rattling and undermining peace. Following discussions with DPP caucus whip Ke Jianming, Tsai Yu, despite acknowledging a recent swell of anti-China sentiment, said he decided not to run the risk. He is aware that retracting the proposals would invite ridicule, but he had to do so for the nation's future, he said, adding that he believes that the president would lead the nation along the right path. A Tom Kong University Graduate Institute of China Studies associate professor said that Tsai likely had to retract the proposals because Tsai Ing-wen said in her inauguration for speech four years ago that she would abide by the act, the constitution, and other applicable laws when handling cross-strait relations. Now, this decision was almost certainly at the behest of the president, who is about to return to the post of party chair as well. Now, this indicates that either the president intends to stay the course on her careful, cautious approach in relations with China, or that she's got something big planned for her inauguration and doesn't want this as a distraction. Based on past performance, either is entirely possible. Her inauguration speech will be getting close attention and scrutiny on what it will portend for a second term. The KMT is currently engaging in internal debate in a reform committee on what their stance on China should be. But KMT chairman Johnny Chang has released some of the outline. Chang urged Beijing to remain calm and face the fact of the existence of the Republic of China government in Taiwan while warning Beijing that there is no market here for Beijing's one-country, two-systems idea. Beijing should also stop threatening Taiwan with military force, he said. The KMT will insist on values, including the ROC's existence, freedom, democracy, peace, and safety, as well as putting Taiwan first, so that nobody can deride the party as representing Beijing's interests, he said. So far, so good. It would be almost unthinkable for the KMT to drop the ROC framework, but otherwise this sounds, broadly speaking, like the party is moving from deep blue to light blue and closer to mainstream public opinion. In other words, similar to President Tsai's Republic of China-Taiwan formulation, probably minus the Taiwan bit at the end. However, there is more. Under the KMT administration between 2008 and 2016, Chang said the party made progress in expanding negotiations between Taiwan and China on the basis of the so-called 1992 consensus, 
under which the KMT accepts that the two sides are part of one China, with each side free to interpret what one China means. Now, there's a lot going on with this. First, hearkening back to the Ma administration is probably not a wise electoral move, considering how unpopular it was when it ended. Second, the Chinese communists have never, ever accepted or acknowledged the 1992 as having each side free to interpret in the formulation. Further, in a speech on January 2nd, 2019, Chinese Chairman Xi Jinping basically tied the 92 consensus to one country, two systems. In short, what the KMT and the CCP mean by the 92 consensus are pretty far apart, though they both include one China. But possibly the most interesting part about this is that it suggests the 19, the KMT may be sticking to the 92 consensus. Chang had previously made clear that it would be reconsidered and suggested possibly they would propose a new formulation. That would have made sense electorally, but it, as it is, the 92 consensus is deeply unpopular. However, the PRC has made it clear that for them, the 92 consensus is an absolute red line for them. No 92 consensus, no relationship with China. With the final decision by the Reform Committee, while the, while the final decision by the Reform Committee hasn't been released, these comments suggest it may be leaning towards or has already decided to keep the 92 consensus. But wait, there's more. Amid heightened tensions between the U.S. and China due to the pandemic, the Thai administration has favored and depended on the U.S. when it should aim to take a neutral position, Chang said. Now, this flies in the face of much of what Chang had said before, which had been more pro-U.S. and sounded a lot more like the KMT of old. Now, this all gives the impression that the Reform Committee is deeper blue on these issues than Chang. Chang is U.S. educated, uh, is a U.S. educated local Taiwanese factional Paul from Taichung's Fengyuan district. In person and in his statements, he comes across as, frankly, more practical than ideology, ideological. He also seems to have a pretty good idea why the KMT has lost so much popularity and what needs to be done to make the party electable on the national level again. These comments by Chang suggest he's constrained on how far he can go by the party. So far, it is beginning to look like the new KMT platform may move a little to the center, but not enough that it will appear as being anything other than basically the same. If that is the case, they're in trouble. Today's big bombshell is that Kaohsiung Mayor Han Guoyu has called on his supporters to not vote in the recall election against him being held on June 6th. He said it was important as part of efforts against the coronavirus and that instead they should go shopping to support local businesses. Former KMT chair Hong Hong Xiu then changed her tune, adding her voice to calling for supporters to not take part in the vote. Clearly, this explanation makes no sense. The coronavirus appears to have been essentially eradicated in Taiwan already, and even if not, suggesting they go shopping har sounds hardly safer than voting. Has he decided to just give up? Is he just tired of the whole circus? Nope. His lawyers have just launched a new legal challenge against the recall. So what is he up to? Well, most likely, he's hoping to depress turnout, so the final percentage of the voting public that turns out is lower than the required 25% to be valid. This is a disastrously bad strategy.
Looking at the polling numbers, it appears that about 45 to 50 percent of voters definitely plan to vote. However, some polling suggests that others might vote, so it is entirely possible that the final total is over 50 percent. The polls have also shown that about 50 to 60 percent are planning to vote to recall him. Roughly one third plan to support him and the remainder are undecided. For his plan to work, turnout would have to be low to begin with on the recall supporters side. That could happen. The weather could be terrible. The coronavirus could return. The streets could explode again. Who knows? That is unlikely, however. Then all of his supporters and all of the undecideds would have to take up his boycott. That ain't going to happen, folks. First, not all of the people voting to keep him are necessarily supporters. Some people think he should be given a chance or think overturning a popular vote is undemocratic and those kinds of reasons. Plus, it's extremely unlikely his supporters will all comply. Why am I so confident in saying that? Well, because during the presidential campaign, Han tried something similar. He called on his supporters to tell opinion pollsters that they supported Tsai Ing-wen in order to essentially nuke the results and overturn the narrative he was heading to a crushing defeat. It didn't work. Nathan Batto, over at his excellent blog Frozen Garlic, did an analysis and showed that Han's plan had little or possibly even no effect on the polls. Apparently, few got the memo or simply ignored it. All of this also begs the question, did Johnny Chang and the KMT Central Brass know this was coming? What will the KMT do now? Well, this is going to be very interesting to watch, folks. More countries have come forth to support Taiwan in the WHO and WHA, with the latest being the Czech Republic. So far, the number of countries openly committed to supporting Taiwan is now in the 20s. That isn't even close to enough to form a majority, but many, if not most, countries haven't stated how they plan to vote, though Chinese state media has announced South Africa plans to support them. One big country that is going to have a crucial role to play over the next three years in the WHO is India. A WIO news anchor in India explains why in this clip. In focus will be India, because India will take over as the chair of the WHO executive board, the highest decision-making body of the World Health Organization. India will lead the executive board for three years. And on Monday, India will have to pick a side. Where does it stand on the issue of Taiwan? There'll be a vote on Monday and India will have to make its position clear. What's the vote about? Taiwan's inclusion in the WHO. Taiwan has been campaigning to attend the World Health Assembly. China has been opposing it. Now, many countries support Taiwan, but India has not made its position clear. It's keeping its cards close to its chest. At the same time, Delhi is in talks with the bloc that is backing Taiwan. Foreign Sec Secretary Harshvardhan Shringla has participated in at least seven group calls, we are told. He has been speaking to his counterparts in the US, Australia, Japan, New Zealand, South Korea and Vietnam since the 20th of March, once every week. Four out of these seven are backing Taiwan. The United States, Japan, Australia and New Zealand. They have signed a demarche asking the WHO to allow Taiwan's return as an observer. Other countries which have signed this demarche include Canada, France, Germany and the United Kingdom. At least four of them are top trading partners of China, the US, Japan, Germany and Australia. 
and they are willing to take a stand despite the risk of repercussions. China says this bloc is trying to kidnap the World Health Assembly. Then she goes on to make the case for Taiwan. So what will India do? For starters, India should not fall for the rhetoric from Beijing. India has traditionally supported the One China policy, but now India must back Taiwan. It is in, in its own national interest, and I have two reasons to offer for this. At a time when faulty Chinese supplies pushed back India's fight against the pandemic, Taiwan's support has been steady. Taiwan donated one million masks for medical personnel in India. The other reason why India must back Taiwan is this. China's repeated violations of India's sovereignty, the border violations, and the repeated attempts to block Indian initiatives at the United Nations just to keep Pakistan happy. It is best to keep healthy ties with your neighbors. It is good to be patient with them when they're being difficult. But sometimes patience is mistaken as fear. China should not be allowed to take any neighbor for granted, certainly not India. On Monday, the World Health Assembly will hold a vote on Taiwan on whether it should be allowed as an observer at the WHO. India's vote will decide the future relationship with China. All right, that's it for today's show. Be sure to tune in tomorrow, hit like and subscribe, and go to report.tw to find English language articles on all the topics discussed today and more.